Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what's going on everybody? It's Dave Mormon here with Home Service Business Coach. I'm very excited uh, to drop this episode today both on my YouTube channel uh, and on my podcast because I was literally thinking back this last week. You know, I've been doing this for a while now, 14 years in the home service space. I kind of started scratching my head and thought, how much revenue have myself and my teams actually completed in the painting and the washing and Christmas lights uh, industry. If we added it all together, what would that be? And I added it up uh, and we're over $6.5 million now. So that's not just done in one year. Like I said, that's 13, 14 years in the making. I look back to when I got my painting business started my very first year. We did $52,000 the first year and then we did $105,000 and then we did 190,000 and then we did 315,000. I was able to crack into $300,000 literally in a summer plus a few months uh, outside of business school. And that's really where I made uh, my first significant amount of income in the home service space that I thought, man, maybe this business degree I went to school and got, maybe I can actually keep innovating and doing what I'm currently doing and maybe see where it can go. Uh, and that kind of sent me on this journey into entrepreneurship, uh, starting my next painting company, and then in 2016, uh, starting Revive Services. And same level of trajectory of revenue with Revive. It was you know $89,000 my first year, and then $155,000. And then something pivotal happened in like 2018, 2019, I got really into personal development. I hired a business coach and that's where things really started to go boom. And that's what I wanna share uh, in this episode is how we ended up moving uh, you know, to go to $155,000 and then how did we jump to $582,000 and then six eighty, dollars and then have grown the business um, beyond that. So I wanted to share like what are a few key things that I've actually learned in that journey, because you may be watching this and you're like, okay, Dave, I'm at you know 100 grand right now, or 200 grand, uh, maybe got one employee, but how do we actually put the pieces into place to get to where you're going? Uh, and you just gotta stay patient with this business. Like that's one thing, like just time in business is success. So if you've been in business for three years, five years, seven years, just take a minute and give yourself a little pat on the back because it's so hard to be an entrepreneur. Um, it's not getting any easier. And so being gritty, being resilient is like a huge takeaway. But let's dive in. Let's talk about a few of the things that I've learned along the way that I can pass on to you. I'm not coming at this from a guru of like, I know everything, look at me, look at all this revenue, all this fancy cars, this and that. No, no, no. I'm literally saying, hey, if you can watch this YouTube video, this podcast for 10, 15 minutes, grab a gold nugget or two um, and, and get on with your day and learn something that's what I'm all about. I wanna transfer some knowledge. So the first one I would tell you is it's all about people, right? This is something that Brian Scudamore says in his book and his teachings and it's something that it is so true when I look back on my journey, I've hired over 140 
employees through the years and have had great employees, mediocre and like terrible hires, right? And it all comes back to you, the owner. So if you think about it at a high level, your business is a direct reflection of you. And so you would be remiss to not spend a significant amount of time to go out and get the very best people because they're out representing you, right? Right now it's Monday, I'm in my coaching studio. Uh, we're in our busy Christmas light season. We've got crews right now going out and installing uh, our custom cut LED lights on homeowners homes, right? I've got a team in the office that's picking up phone calls, scheduling jobs, sending out estimates, following up on our jobs, collecting credit card payments, scheduling our crews, right? I've got an awesome operations manager who's out in the field coaching our crews, making sure clients are happy, making sure we're getting reviews, uh, make sure that we're getting referrals, we're doing our job site marketing. That's going on right now, right? And why am I in my studio making this YouTube video? Because I have full, complete, 100% trust in my team to go out and represent me and the values that Dave Mormon has and that Revive has um, because I've recruited and, and hired and trained these people to the very best of my ability. Uh, and every day, every week, every month in business, our team is just getting a little bit better and a little bit better. And so defining your core values as a person and as a company is massively important. For one, for me, and I've talked about this before, excellence is such a core value. It's central to who I am. If I'm gonna touch it, if I'm gonna do it, put my name on it, it's gotta be done to a 10 out of 10 level. That's not saying we're gonna be perfect, that's saying that's what we're gonna be striving for is doing things in an excellent way. If I've got crew members that don't see the world in that same way, there's gonna be an incongruency of values and that's not going to be a great fit for the long term. So again, a lot of times like reverse engineering, what do you wanna do with this business? you've got to get great people on your team. And every person on my team is paid above the industry average. We give them bonuses, we give them gift cards, we take good care of them, we give them, we pay for vacation time, we give them uh, time off when needed with flexible schedules. And I think we want to be a great place to work for it. And that like, it's, it's irregardless of us running a pressure washing company, right? I could be running a mechanic shop or a coffee shop or bakery or a whatever fill in the blank company, that's just how I see the world, right? And you've got to get great people on your team and I wanna set up my business in a way that I wanna love the people that I get to go to work with and get to represent me and my brand. So that's the first one, okay? Is it's all about people, spend some time, get some great people and for goodness me, charge enough money for what you're doing so that you can afford to pay great people on your team. It's gotta be win-win in business. The company's gotta make money and your people have gotta make money, and if neither of those can both happen simultaneously, you've gotta look internally, you've gotta raise your rates. It's just non-negotiable, okay? Number two, comes down to mentorship, okay? I got serious about my personal development, like I said, 2018, 2019, I went all in, I hired a business coach, I put in like $20,000, and I worked with this coach for a year and was able to systematize and document my business. I would get up early and go to Starbucks every morning. I've talked about this before. Two hours in the morning, get my Grande Pike place, and I would literally type systems on my MacBook, right? Not glamorous, but as Alex Hermosi talks about, doing the boring work, right? And doing the ordinary tasks for an extraordinary amount of time will create extraordinary results. And so I've been in this business now 14 years, building systems, hiring people, doing it a little bit better, a little bit better, is it perfect? 
Absolutely not. Is it getting better every week? I believe, yes, it is very important. And so when I went all in with mentorship, it was like, okay, I'm now recognizing that I am the lid of my business and that my growth is only limited based on the psychology of myself, the business owner. And so I started thinking about my business a different way. And you know, for me, it's not like it came into this business brand new and didn't know anything. I had already been running a $400,000, $500,000 painting company that I was making about $120,000 per year from. Uh, and I would go and backpack, backpack sorry, through Southeast Asia in the slower winter months, right? But the problem with that business, there's a couple problems, but number one, I was working so hard in the business, I was basically uh, paid a six-figure salary as an estimator, right? And as a 25-year-old, that's a pretty sweet gig because you can manage your two crews and then you could go sell jobs and I was quoting on like two days a week. So I was very freed up and that's when I started growing Revive and starting the next brand that I really, really cared about. And so it was going into mentorship and actually figuring out, you know, one of the first things they said was, Dave, read the E-Myth Revisited and I've read it now like 13 times, right? Try read it multiple times per year because it's just so key and that mentorship really showed me to think about business in a different way and actually view myself as the bottleneck in my own organization. And that set me on a path to like reading all these books behind me. I would find mentors um, in, our, in our country that were like already built up, like a four, five, six truck operation. I would drive out to go see them. I would sleep at their house and I'd figure out how to grow this business. I would attend conferences, right, all through the US. Like it didn't matter. I was just seeking out how to get to that next level. And you've gotta have this like, hunger and this yearning to get to that next level. Otherwise, you're just going to stay kind of stagnant where you are, right? And so for me, it was like this deep yearning to go get out, get around mentors and figure this thing out. So that was another really key lesson uh, for me in my development, right? And there's, there's so many lessons I could share right now, but um, the first one, that would be people, right? The, the second one would really be getting around uh, mentors and really like, Figuring out your mindset um, would be like another huge takeaway uh, that I would have. And a, a third one that I would leave with you is keeping a really clear focus uh, on perspective, okay? And so, you know, I look at all these problems we have over 14 years, right? We've had like property damage on clients' properties. We've had employees just quit. Uh, we've had like vehicle get in an accident. We've had like broken windows. We've like power washed too close on decks and like gouged the wood. Uh, we've had like a gutter bucket fall off a roof and like break a glass awning. Um, we've let like pets out, right, that weren't supposed to get out. Uh, we have, I had my crew literally cut down this like homeowner's vine that was passed down from like multiple generations, right? You can imagine taking that phone call. Uh, I've had jobs run late, you know, jobs make no money. Like literally just insurance claims, like it's just, if, if you think it may have happened, there's a good chance it has because when I look at it, my washing crews have now been on over 3,500 job sites, almost 4,000, and my painting crews has been on multiple thousands of jobs as well. So when you add it all up, it's like, what are the probability things are gonna happen when your crew is at five or 6,000 job sites, right? And so you learn these things over time, and so it's not that I don't get stressed out with them anymore, but I wanna encourage you on this video and podcast, like think about it long term 
Is this thing really gonna matter in like one year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years? And the answer is like probably no. And so don't view your business with such this short-sighted like, and I've done this in the past too, right? I'm like, we gotta get to 500 grand this year. We gotta hit 300 grand. I've gotta make 100K. Like when you get married to the outcome, it's a very dangerous place to be. So just be very careful of that, not getting too attached to the outcome. All right, and like why is it dangerous to get attached to that outcome? It's because you put the power in like someone else's hands or an external circumstance, right? Like we absolutely have to get this goal. And I'm all about working hard to hitting your goals, absolutely. But when you get to attach them, you develop this unhealthy attachment to like, you have to reach that to be happy. And that's called like, you know, the destination happiness. And you just gotta be so careful of that saying, I'll be happy when X happens because I have hit my revenue goals, I have missed them. And you're happy as an entrepreneur for like, 12 hours maybe and then you wake up the next morning and you're like okay what's the next thing I can build so it's like the happiness comes from creating progress and in my company we like to say there's no mistakes there's only learning and so you want to make sure that things aren't happening like that you know bucket falling off the roof to a glass awning like we want to put a process around that so that's not happening you know every single season like it's like a one in like however many years like it happened and let's make a process around it to make sure that it doesn't happen again so just like when you can stretch out that time horizon like a rubber band and say hey I'm gonna build this business for like 15 years and I'm just like gonna go so deep on it. It's such like a counter cultural way to build your business now because we all get into pressure washing now and we're like, hey, I wanna make you know 100 grand in 90 days and if it doesn't happen, I'm gonna go on to the next thing that my buddy's gonna tell me. And so we kind of start looking left and looking right too much I think in our society today. And, and rather than just like go tunnel vision and like when I chose to grow my company, like all of them, it was just like tunnel vision for like three or four years at a time. Just like get up, go to Starbucks every morning and type out your systems. I wasn't thinking about other real estate investments or like cryptocurrency or like what's going on with stocks at all. Like I just purposely avoid that stuff and just put on blinders because I'm like, man, I think I can really build up a real asset here that's a home service company that can do a hundred grand a month where I could make 15 to $20,000 per month net profit be debt free, be largely freed up and do the things that I really want to do. Like I just knew that was possible and so I just put blinders up and I did it. And like I said, gotta give kudos to all the learning and the development and the mentorship that I had. I didn't just create this out of my head. There's like success like leaving clues all the time and you just gotta be smart enough to pick up where those clues are. So I won't go on and on. There's so many lessons I could do but I'm gonna wrap there at the top three. Um, get so serious about who you're bringing on to your team. Make sure that they represent you and your core values well um, because when you get those A players on your team, my goodness, like your stresses right now, how do I get leads? How do I get jobs? How do I get more reviews? Like all those how do I start thinking how do we because when you put the right people in place, they're gonna help you figure out how to do it. And like I took so much burden off my shoulders of like this is Dave's company has to figure out how to do it. Now it's like no, this is a we company. How are we gonna do this as a team and as you get a management team that just becomes that much more fun that we get to do business together. So that's the first one. The second one, mentorship mindset. Like if you don't have 
$10,000, $20,000 laying around for a coach. I get it. Uh, I paid my coach monthly. It was like a couple grand every month, but it was like a huge investment because I now look at what I've been able to build with that, build with that knowledge and the strategy, and I would never change anything. Like time is just like as you figure this out and get a little bit of money in your bank account, time is infinitely more important to a high level entrepreneur than money and when you build your business in this scarce mindset of like I have to hold on to every thousand of dollars it's like when you pay it out and just throw the money on the table charge the card let's go you figure out a way in your subconscious mind to make it happen so getting in a bigger room getting a mentor it, it develops your mindset and gets you thinking like a, a business owner and an entrepreneur and it starts opening up that lid of the organization and we kind of like budge you out of your own way because we're all getting in the way of our own success right and that's a whole nother discussion but mentorship mindset if you've not put dollars into your own growth as an entrepreneur i think you're really missing the boat um so we got people we got mindset and then lastly perspective keep a long-term perspective and don't let the emotional ups and downs of the day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month even year-to-year throw you off your game when you're like hey I'm building this thing for five years, for 10 years, for 15 years. You should expect there to be bad things that happens, but when the bad things happen, those are just problems. And as entrepreneurs, we get pretty good at solving problems as the years go by, because that's how we get paid. We create something out of nothing. We solve problems that exist on our plate, uh, and, and we wanna make a brighter future. And that's like why we keep getting up in the morning and being part of the 3% of crazy people that think we can actually figure out how to make this business work. So I'll leave those with you today. Six and a half million dollars, it's been 13, 14 years, it's been a wild ride. I'm only 33 years old, so we'll see what happens in the next 13, 14 years. But I hope you could grab maybe one or two gold nuggets out of this video or podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Even drop a comment below, maybe tell me your biggest takeaways uh, or, or two. And if you're on the podcast, guys, you know my email address. You can ping me over an email, dave at homeservicebusinesscoach.com. Shoot me over, I hear from you guys all the time. Uh, let me know what you liked on this episode and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys on the next piece of content. Take care, everybody. God bless, we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.